possible if you were to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly. Welcome to the TMI Show. It's time to create the relationships you deserve and manifest the fruits of your labor. Your self-transformation begins now, 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 now. Are you ready to be touched, moved, and inspired? This is the TMI Show. Now, here are your hosts, Sean Butler and Sharita Zafrula. You gotta believe in yourself. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Welcome to the TMI Show. Hope you're ready to be touched, moved, and inspired. I'm Sean Butler, one of the owners of Abundance Education. And our radio show and all of our workshops are designed for you to create the results you want in your life now. We're here in sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power Studios. And as always, I'm sitting next to the beautiful Sharita Zafrula. Why do you always say my name so weird? It's just so I like strange. It. Sharita Zafrula. It's supposed to be. <laughs> I'm scared. Zafrula. Okay. So, <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> it's Sharita Zafrula here. No, no, seriously. So this show, I'm. Since we thought about starting uh, a radio show, this was the very first show that I ever wanted to do. It was the very first idea that I had that I really, really, really wanted to, to do a show about. Yeah, I get that. And you so we're live, finally here. You keep going on and 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 on about it. But here we are. <laughs> she manifested it. I, mean, I created it. it. You Absolutely. But it's going to be a great show. Yeah. And so what is it? Uh, I don't know. What is it? No, it's called, um, the show is called What Do You Believe? What Do You Believe? Yeah, we're going to be talking about different topics from different aspects of different people's faiths and religions. Awesome. So what would be possible if you were to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly? The purpose of Abundance Education is to give you the tools and opportunity to access everything you need to create the life of your dreams now. A life with abundance, purpose, and owning your greatness, inspiring and inviting others to own their greatness as well. Find out more about all of our workshops and trainings and the TMI radio show at AbundanceEducation.com. That's right. So our topic last week was, what are you committed to? Yeah, and that, that was an amazing show. Um, it was. I absolutely love it. Um, we, we talked about the five levels of commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, the first level being, I don't care, and I don't care that I don't care. <laughs> the second level being hope, wish, want. Right. The third level being try. And do you remember one of my favorite philosophers? No. It wasn't Bruce Lee. Oh, Yoda, Yoda. Yeah, yeah I got that. And the fourth level is um, un- until or unless. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. the fifth level, my favorite level, whatever it takes, W-I-T. So um, we, we also talked about the different prices that you pay, the prices that you pay for being committed to what you want, and the prices that you pay for not going for it. So if you want to catch that show, make sure you download our podcast from AbundanceEducation.com. That's right. So we have some amazing guests tonight on the show, and I cannot wait to introduce them in the next segment. We're going to take a little music break and pay some bills on the TMI show. We'll be right back after this commercial break.
Coach Simone Kelly of Own Your Power Communications. We empower entrepreneurs to live the life they deserve through our internet radio network. We have thousands of listeners worldwide from Miami to Italy. If you're a speaker, author, or coach, and you're on a mission to change the world, the Own Your Power radio network has a global platform just for you. We're looking for the next personal and business development stars. If this sounds like you, you can be featured on one of our shows as an expert. There's a package for every budget. If you want to help others own their power, call us today to find out more information at 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. Look forward to hearing from you. Here are your hosts, John Butler and Sharita Zafrula. You gotta believe in yourself. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Welcome back to the TMI show on the Own Your Power Radio Network. I'm Sean Butler in the Dream Room with Sharita Zafrula. And tonight's topic is what do you believe? So we have some amazing guests here in the dream room tonight. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to say your name and what faith you're going to be representing. Boop, boop. Rep your set. Who wants to go first? Oh, go ahead. My name is Christina Tiger. Um, I represent ancestral and sacrificial magic. I have been initiated into a few West African traditional religions. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. In a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Jaquetta or Ifa Shewa. I am an Ifa or Ianifa, priestess of Ifa, um, an Olorisha, um, which is all a practice of West African indigenous religion. And I am a previous Jehovah Witness. My name is Christian Karazana, um, and Awo Ifa, which is another word, so I'm an initiate uh, in the religion of Ifa, which comes from West Africa, specifically uh, Yoruba land, Nigeria. I've been into the practice of Ifa since I was a child, and that's all I've ever done since a kid. Hey, how you doing? I'm Zay Live. I'm Christian. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, my name is Sharita, and I am a priestess, and I practice the Yoruba religion. I was initiated into the religion um, Lukami style, so it's a little bit different than the other guests that we have here, but we'll see. <laughs> if it's really that different. So welcome to everybody. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Go ahead, Sean. Say what you believe. I'm Sean Butler, and I believe I believe that we all have our own power, and that is enough. Okay. <laughs> he believes in the power of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to start tonight off with what is God? And what is God to you from where you're, you're sitting? <laughs> go ahead. How am I supposed to go? Okay, what is God? Um, me personally, I do not believe in one specific God. I'm the type of person I believe in what I like to call the universe. Um, I believe that we manifest everything within our lives, and I believe in manipulating nature. Um, and I just believe that everyone and everything is connected in some way, shape, or form. And that, and I work with that, and I use that within everything that I practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, um, God, the concept of God has evolved a long time, uh, you know, along through my life. And when I was 
younger, my mom is Catholic, my dad's Muslim, so I had it where it was this guy in the sky, you know, something outside of myself, just this magical dude probably in white with a white beard or whatever sitting in, in the clouds. Colonel Sanders? Mm-hmm, but a little chubbier. <laughs> um, and he was darker, too. He was, like, my color. <laughs> <laughs> and as time has evolved and I've grown spiritually, I have the concept of God for myself is like a collective consciousness of all of us here on earth. Everything. All of us, plants, everything. Every, everything on the planet. It's all, all of us combined make God, you know, in, you know, when we're all connected in this higher realm. That's, that's my take on it. All right. Good. Well, well, my take on uh, God, it's still evolving through the years, but what I know from my studies of Ifa, based based on the Yoruba religion, the oracle of Ifa, specifically the Odu of Osa Ogunaja, Osa Gunda, is where the creation story comes in. Now, I have studied a lot of different creation stories from different religions, but this particular creation story is very unique in the sense that the god, like in Yoruba culture, is called Olodumare. But according to the verses of Ifa in, in the Odu Ifa that I just mentioned, referenced, Olodumare is not the is not the most ancient entity in this in, in this particular universe. There is another entity that's much older than God called Amakara, okay, which was the catalyst supposedly of the Big Bang. And then later on, after the universe was created. The entity of Earth is known as Ajay, no, no, Onile or Ile, and she was considered a female de- deity. And for many years, she was lonely, so she went to do divination, went to Ifa for divination, so that she could have a companion. And as a result of the sacrifice that she made, God appeared. God is Olodumar. So there's a lot of different inferences that you can make from that. But I do happen to agree with Sherry's comments that from a metaphysical standpoint, God is, it's, not, it's genderless, and it's, it's com- compromised of everything that's in our universe, the plants, air, molecules, atoms, all of that, space, asteroids, wormholes, um, supernovas, everything. That's all a part of what constitutes the energy of God. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. What so about you, you Zay? Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm going to agree with y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> Zay can go. <laughs> All right. Greetings. So <laughs> I believe that um, God is all. He's in all. It's simil- I hear a lot of similarities, which is awesome. Um, and, uh, and, of course, he's in control of all, right? And um, as a result of that, we all have a personal relationship that we can establish with him. And the closer we get, the more we understand who we are, the more power we get to exact change in this world that we're designed to do. So um, I think he's awesome. I think um, it's a great benchmark for us all to strive to identify with him and and identify with ourselves in the same uh, breath. Um, I just believe he's omnipotent and and he's love. Mm -hmm. And not that he... You know, gender is important here, but you know, like, it's not in that pocket. But it's omnipotence. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're knowing that there is a greater, a greater being. So, <laughs> awesome. So, what is your take on prayer, and what it is used for? No, oh, I very much believe in the power of prayer. You know, and, and let it be from any 
religious standpoint. I read a lot of different books from every different religion, you know, that goes around this world. And I believe that prayer is all about manifestation. When you sit and you pray, you're, um, you're basically asking for strength, you know, for the power and the willingness to be able to go forward with whatever it is that you want to continue doing within your life or whatever you want to achieve. That's my take on it. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to have to agree with Christine, and I guess I'm also going to have to give my take on who God is to me as well. In agreement with this collective consciousness, we are all a part of God. Again, me coming from a Christian background um, and now as an Ifa uh, practitioner, um, one of the things in Christian background that we learned was that, you know, um, what the heck was I going to say? <laughs> um, that, that he is everywhere, that he is in everything, um, as they said. And I just lost my complete train of thought. But whatever the case may be, when it comes to prayer, ah, yes, that's where it is. Because, oh, yes, th that, he's in, in, that he is in us. Um, it says that we are made in his image, was my point. Okay, so with that being said, um, I absolutely believe that when we pray, it is us using our power, our ashe, which is a, a manifestation tool to be able to put something into the universe to make it happen, to create it. Um, I do not believe that there is an entity up there answering and saying, yes, you, and keep it going. And, you know, you, you know, I don't think that's happening. I think it is um, the power within us to have complete focus, to have complete intent, um, and make that, that whatever you want manifest. So prayer is to me. Prayer is something that is cross-cultural in all religions. Uh, for example, you will see a lot of it in Islam. You will see a lot of it. You will see a lot in Christianity, Catholicism, and you'll see a lot of it in African religions, especially in Ifa. For example, in the Yoruba culture, when you see priests of Ifa doing various rituals, the the basic foundation of the ritual is is invocation or the, the, the chanting of incantations. The theory behind that is that through the use of incantation, you are tapping into something that's called ashe, which is the ability to make things manifest through the power of word, through the power of what you say. Now, is that directly a prayer to God? In some cases, not necessarily. In many cases, when you're invoking prayers, you're invoking prayer to something that's called your ori, mm -hmm. which is part of your soul, which is, which is what connects you to God. Or, in other words, it connects all of us together because we all have our own ori. Ori in the, Euro, in the Yoruba religion basically means your personal divinity. And your personal divinity in reality is you, your inner consciousness and your spiritual consciousness, which is probably incarnated several times on this earth and perhaps in other universes as well. But basically when you chant and you pray, you're invoking your ashe is what you're doing. And the term ashe has a different name in different cultures. Like in China, they call it chi, or, or in some other cultures, they, they consider it like a chakra type of thing. But like I said, the concept is basically crosses all cultural lines. Zay? Man, my prayer changes things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. Um, in that it does. And I'm, I'm hearing a, a resounding common theme, of course, because we know that there's a power in the word. And there's a power in the word that you release because the words that you release manifest. You know, so, and we all know that because the God that we serve, you know, when he said it was, you know what I mean? Whatever he said was like, wow. So as his creation, you know, um, we're he's created creators. And, you know, when we understand that power that we have to manifest anything, 
you know, we can visualize it and we can speak those words into existence. So prayer is a powerful thing because it allows you, like, you know, was said earlier, it goes across so many different religions in that it's an op- it's a meditation. It's a moment to be reflective. It's a moment to have a silence and a downtime to actually hear the voice, you know, of God um, from my perspective and, and the voice within you that God is speaking to you and reminding you of who you are, what you need to be. And then you can actually confess some of the things that's on your heart. Um, so prayer is an opportunity for you to release all of the pressures and, and, and whatever's stressing you out or whatever direction you need to put that thing on the altar. And when we say altar, it's the place where, you know, God can actually work with it and give you back a solution. You know what I'm saying? And more importantly, it's placing your desires out there so that you can act on them. I, I know in the last show we talked about, you know, yeah, a lot of people pray, but they don't really got no – and it's true. It's actually true. Faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. So you can ask for everything, but if you ain't doing nothing, put what we say is put feet on your prayer. You know, mm-hmm. so prayer is an opportunity for you to release a lot of the things that um, are in you or in your spirit that are troubling you. It's an opportunity for you to meditate and, and receive some type of uh, uh, peace and direction as a result of that. And it's an opportunity for you to gain intimacy with the God that we serve. Yeah, I liked a lot of things that you said there um, and, and something all of you said is that uh, prayer is really coming from the power of your word, you know, speaking things into existence. Um, most religions, most bases have the creation story being spoken through word, spoke all creation into existence. Um, and, and I like what, what you said there about the creator create, creating creators. So each one of us individually have the opportunity to create through our word um a lot of times too <coughs> excuse me a lot of times too um i think exactly that where we're looking for something outside of ourselves um sometimes when we're praying uh looking for somebody else to, to do something for us or to us or have it happen and, and a lot of times that's why results don't manifest um i, I think just with the power of your words, you get to align all of your thoughts and actions behind what you're you're declaring into existence. Um, I liked another thing that you said is where you can lay things out. Um, I, th- I think that's very, very important, whether it be prayer or just talking to somebody else. Like any time that you have um, things that you're going through in your life, I think... One of the things that, you know, we all look for a friend's ear. And I, I think it's it's really just expressing our feelings and, and everything that's inside of us through the word, you know, through our verbal word. And that gives us freedom. So uh, I do like a lot of those things. But um, as all of you have, have referenced too, it's you, you have to put action behind your prayer. It, you know, it's not, you know, rubbing some genie's lamp and expecting, you know, just amazing things to happen when, when you're not putting commitment behind what it is you're asking for, what it is you're confessing, or what it is you're, you're looking to receive. Um, you know, it, it actually starts and ends with you, I believe, more than anything else. It, it starts with what, what you want to create and it ends with you taking action on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
For me, I think it's a comb- my perspective on prayer has evolved that that has evolved too, and it's kind of a combination of what everybody has been saying, and my technique of prayer has evolved too because there's moments where being a Catholic, you get on your knees and you know you put your hands together and you and you and you kneel on the little bench things, you know. In the Muslim, we get up, we go down, we go up, we go down, and all that stuff, right? And um, and as a priestess of Shango, like there was you know, a different way we do it too. I sit on a mat and I, and I do it that way. And, and now I see it as I can do any of those things. And also it's more like a, a time to just be quiet and be with myself and, and quiet the mind. Some people call that meditation. But it's just a time for myself to connect to myself, to connect to the universe, to connect to, you know, everything, my re, and really figure out what it is that I'm that I, I'm up to manifesting in my life, and what are those things that are you know blocking me or bothering me, and and pray about it and and, and like work it out. And sometimes you know I'll get the answer right away, and sometimes I'm like, eh, you know, I'll just sit with it for a while, and it comes. That's that's my take on on prayer. So at Abundance Education, there's a lot of emphasis on obviously abundance. The reason why uh, we I, st- I wanted to do this show is one of the topics of, of abundance is such a it's such a simple word but a lot of people don't um, when I ask people what does abundance mean to you a lot of people don't even know what it means so I want to hear from you guys like what does the abundance mean from your faith perspective or what does it mean to you overfull I mean it's overfull filled overfilled like overflow of of whatever when I hear abundance I think only positive things. Um, so, in, like, in a, you know, an overflow of positive, positivity or, you know, great things, blessings. I never correlate that word to, like, an abundance of, you know, something negative. Um, that's what it is for me. Uh, for me, it's opolopoire, which is another word saying a significant, um, a great deal of blessings be long life which equates to good health children happiness financial stability stuff like that I mean to me you know when I think about abundance we talk about the things that are like the fruits of the spirit so there you know there's peace there's joy you know what I'm saying there's love there's certain fruits of the spirit you know that that kind of bring that and then as a result of those things you have abundance in everything else. You know, when you recognize just the simple things in life, like the breath in your lungs, mm-hmm. the fact that we woke up today, you have abundance. When you wake up and you recognize you're at abundance, it's all about layers of perspective. You understand? So once you know, if, if I'm excited about waking up, everything else is extra anyway. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I waited, I made it. <laughs> Hot diggity dog. And I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I'm one of them people. Like, if I open my eyes, I'm like, I did it. I made it again. <laughs> like, I'm everyone. I'm like, get out of here. You can't believe this. Another day. Another day. Thank you. Because when you recognize that you have abundance, like we said earlier in another show, you know, I'm up to about 15,000 plus days. Mm. I'm at abundance. So in addition to that, you know, of course, health, strength, um, family, you know, it, it depends on your perspective. And, and then, of course, physical things, you know, mm-hmm. that we need. So, Christina? Um, abundance to me. Um, when I think of the word abundance, you mentioned it, and I'm like, whoa, wait, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and, the, and, and the one thing that, uh, really the only thing that popped up in my head was peace. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I can't think of anything else. Of course, there's material things, you know. I, I, I'm a bit materialistic myself. I like having nice things, you know. Mm -hmm. But to me, I don't, I don't think of that as abundance. I think of abundance as just being having peace, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And that's something extremely difficult for the majority of us to have, mm -hmm. you know, because we've conditioned ourselves mm -hmm. and we've allowed other people to condition us not to have it to do everything against peace, and it's it's really sad. You know, to watch people do this to themselves. Mm -hmm. It really is. Mm -hmm. But that's what that's what it is represents to me. So for me, abundance is you. And what I mean by that is I believe when we, we come on this planet, when we are born, we are all born perfect, whole, and complete. Everything we need from the factory, right from the get-go. And, you know, we talked a lot about manifesting you can only manifest what you are. So in order to have abundance in your life in any area, you are abundant. You are the author. You create your manifestations. You have access to everything you ever needed to be, everything you need to be now, everything you ever will need to be. You are joy. You are peace. You are powerful. You are love. You are inspiration. You are everything. And so many times people look for abundance or what they want outside of themselves like it's going to happen to me or for me. And, and the truth of the matter is it happens from you. So why it, do you think people seek it outside of themselves? What, because... I, I believe personally, more than anything else, people do not view themselves as perfect, whole, and complete. They view themselves as, as they, they are not whole, that they need the answers from somewhere else. They need the answers from a higher being. They need the answers from um, somebody who is smarter than them. And what's really crazy is this world that we live in right now right all the things that we have the technology we have all these other things are created by people who are no smarter or better than you it's just created by somebody who had an idea and was committed to having it come forth and 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 then i i guess that's why i believe in the power of personal power instead of looking for it outside of yourself i believe that we have everything that we need we, ha we have more than what we could ever possibly tap into. And yes, we are all connected. And I, I believe when we get that, there will be even a, a whole nother universe of wealth available for us. Did you want to say something? I was just going to say, you know, I, I believe I hear what you're saying, too. And I also but I also think it's a matter of potential. Mm -hmm. So we all need each other. I mean, this mm -hmm. is, you know, we're all here. One of the things that um, Zerufula said earlier, <laughs> Zefrula, <laughs> Zefrula. <laughs> what she said earlier was, you know, um, it's almost like a network, you know, um, all of us collectively. We do need each other. And that is external mm -hmm. to each other. We need each other to express love. We need each other to learn from each other. You can't know anything about yourself unless you sometimes have a, a fiance, a wife, a mirror, a, a mate to tell you about yourself that you trust. So there's a lot of things we don't know until we have the potential to know, but unless we step out and get that, and, and we do, we have the potential to do all things are possible. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But whether or not we engage the possibilities or envision and imagine the possibilities and act on them, it's nothing. So you can have potential, but releasing that potential requires action. Like it was said mm-hmm. earlier, you know, um, you know, putting and, and having action and expectation, you know what I'm saying? And moving in that, you know, so that your um, actions parallel your expectations. That's how you release the potential. So you, you, everything we need is not necessarily, I don't think it's in us. I think we have the potential in us, but what releases that potential is work. Awesome. We will come back to that in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be back to the TMI show on the Own Your Power Radio Network in, in just a few minutes. So go ahead and you're going to want for this next segment to have out, you know, a pen, notebook, iPad, whatever it is you need to take notes.
This is Attorney Marlon Hill coming to you live from the Media 55 studios on the Own Your Power Network. Check us out live online. This segment was brought to you by Constant Contact. Learn how to grow your business with the Constant Contact Toolkit. Sign up today by texting OYP to 22828. That's OYP to 22828 to register for the mailing list. Once you're a customer, Coach Simone will contact you and set up your complimentary training on marketing strategies and branding for your email campaigns. Once again, it's Constant Contact, where you can connect, inform, and grow. Here are your hosts, Sean Butler and Sharita Zafrula. You gotta believe in yourself when no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Welcome back to the TMI Show on the Own Your Power Radio Network. I'm Sean Butler in the Dream Room with Sharita Zafrula. And tonight's topic is, what do you believe? So right before we went to break, uh, Zay was uh, saying some, some different things that we all need each other in order to uh, manifest everything else that's going on. And so I, I'm just going to offer an alternative view. Um, another possibility. Another possibility. There you go. Yes and no. And here's what I'll say. Um, I do believe it is human nature is one of our base needs to want to love and be loved. But I think, again, we create that. We generate that. And we are perfect, whole, and complete. And we can generate all the love we want to give and all the love we want to receive within ourselves. And it it starts with loving yourself. Um, so many of us have been conditioned that we're not perfect. We, you know, we have our faults, you know, all these other things and that we're not lovable. And I know for a long time, that's exactly what I believe. There's, there's no possibility of anybody ever loving me. And what I can say is once I learned to love myself and that's to love myself, I receive love back from myself. And from doing that, I manifested and generated in my life people who love me, a beautiful fiance. And, and, and so what, where I would say from that is I, I still believe the power comes from inside. And yes, we are all connected. We are all one. You know, there's been a, a bunch of studies, not just in metaphysics, but in quantum physics, a, a lot of theories that we all are connected. Like we are not individual where separation comes in is from when we're saying me and not me and one of the, the the things that they talk about is take the chair that you're sitting on for example if you go down to a molecular level right there is probably miles and miles of space in between the atoms in your chair right if you were on that level and you know able to blow up say an atom the size of a, a, a period on on your computer there would probably be a mile of space in between that and the next atom so what if we were to push back away from the earth far enough to see it for what it really is and that is one entity 
we are all one. We are all connected. Um, there, there really is no me and not me. And I guess I'm pretty sure it's not a surprise, um, especially from how I've been on the show tonight, where I have an actual um, resistance to religion of any type. And it is, for the simple fact, the biggest fact, is it causes separation in most spaces. Well, it, we'll get into that later. Yeah, and it's all about <laughs> me and not me. And I'm more interested in unity and why we are all one. I believe, to, to my core, there is no difference between us. There, there can't be because we are the same. Well, before we even get to even go into unity, mm -hmm. we get to look at personal responsibility because mm -hmm. how can we be united if we don't have the ability to see that? Absolutely. So what is res personal responsibility to all of you? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. I loved one of the things that you said, Zay, right before the break, which was um, something along the lines, and I, can't, I know I can't say verbatim, but it was something along the lines of we need each other to find out who we are. Um, I can definitely attest to the fact that I have tried that method, and I didn't get to find out who I was until I personally took responsibility, looked at myself. It, n nobody could tell me anything. You know, um, it, it was a matter of digging deep, going to you know the source, going to the bottom, and and I mean bottom in a bad way, but you know my my originality, uh, my origin, mm -hmm. and and looking at what all I had created around me in my space, what I created in my life, you know, what I create in my everyday livelihood, um, the people that I'm connected to, you know, I mean, you know, as my friendships, my relationships, you know, whether they're, you know, I've deemed them horrifying or, you know, fantastic. It's everything that I created and that's nothing that anybody could tell me or I could, that I could blame or, you know, it's, it was, it was my doing. Create, you know, little creator did all that herself. <laughs> and that's why she went on vacation for six months. I went on months, vacation. Though. I was done. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Taking responsibility is not easy. That's right. Yeah. At, I acted a complete donkey in their in their training. Like <laughs> I wasn't trying to hear it. I, I got up and left. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's hard, but it is the most rewarding I have ever felt in my entire life because it set me free. Mm. It set me free realizing that nobody had the power to make me upset, make mm. me sad. You know, they didn't do that to me. I, I, I did it. I allowed it. I created it. And once I realized, oh, can't nobody, can't nobody do nothing to me. Like, <laughs> I was free. I, was com I feel Freedom. completely free. Yeah. Here we have a saying, whatever you don't master will master you. Right. Mm -hmm. So that in that at the core of that is exactly what you're saying. You know, you should never be provoked or, you know, let you got to be led by your spirit as opposed to being provoked. If somebody can provoke you, then they control you. Exactly. Right. So in that that mastery of self <clears throat> is a powerful thing that you can um, that you when you heart when you realize that you're like, wait a minute, I'm in control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who, how long did it take you to figure that out? You know what I mean? So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Anybody else? Personal responsibility? Personal responsibility. Boy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I pretty much agree with what Jaquetta said. It's all about, you know, what we've allowed ourselves to believe. Um, I know just uh, speaking on one personal thing, I'm a child that was adopted. And so my whole entire life, I've always felt that there was something there that just wasn't good enough for mm. somebody else because of what I've been told and because of the situations that I've been put through in my life. 
And it took me a long time to actually sit back and to realize that I am good enough, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't need to take all these past issues that I've been through in my life and, and make it basically I've, it, it's been an excuse for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To beat up on myself, to look down on myself. And mm-hmm. so to be able to, to wake up, you know, and just be like, you want to know what? I am fucking good. I mean, I am good enough. <laughs> You know, it, 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 it's an amazing feeling, you know, to just have that because it's a burden. Mm. And people don't realize how much of a burden it is to yeah, sit there yeah. and, and allow these conditions to mm. they just weigh on our shoulders. And it's such a headache. And then once you realize that, oh, God, I'm like, like I feel like I'm floating on air all day long. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, you're absolutely. You are perfect, whole, and complete. And you are a gift, Christina. You are. Thank you. <laughs> Yellow. And, Go ahead. And I, I normally don't do this. Hold on one second. Yeah, just hold on one second. Surrender. Patience. <laughs> that was not the word. <laughs> I normally don't do this, but I, I think this is a, a great place to interject this. This is what abundance education is all about, is getting you to that space, getting you to to that freedom that Jaquetta is talking about. And... Abundance education is definitely not the only way you can get get there, but through the the trainings we do and the experiential exercises we do, we actually give you tools to get there the quickest way I've seen possible. Yes, and 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 that is that's, that's what I love. That that's like you get to know how incredible you are, the gift that you are on this planet, mm-hmm. that you are perfect, whole, and complete. And not only can you have everything that you want, you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. And the world deserves to have you. Okay. So so the reason I loved what what everyone has said so far is because one of the things um, in our faith, we find Arisha, we have the concept of Ari, which Chris has touched upon. As he said before, Ari is a concept of it's a higher self. Um, It is the self that you chose before you came to the marketplace, which is what we call Earth. Okay. And this higher self guides you through your purpose. Mm -hmm. So it was through, like, I heard that when I got initiated and everything, but it never really hit me until, thank God, I did the transformation workshop and everything fell in line. And I realized not only does not anyone else have control over me, but I'm down here with a purpose. Everything that I call a mistake, you know, was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Every, you know, horrible thing that I did, you know, everything that I deemed horrible was supposed to happen. Um, I designed many avenues to get to my destiny. And, you know, I did this before I came there, and I did it with the purpose of elevating when I leave here. And so when you realize that, like, you can't be mad now about nothing. It's just like, okay, so, oh, this is, it's like playing Super Nintendo when you were a kid. Like, I was a gamer. I love me some Mario Brothers. And it's like doing that, like, you know, getting to the next level. Don't be mad about it. How do you go through this? How do you, how do you work through this? This is, this is, it's a game. It's not a, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I equate it. So, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I got excited. Yeah, you, you don't get what you want. You get what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll say for me, um, going through the transformational workshops, I already, um, did, ha- was initiated into into the religion at, before I did the workshops, and I didn't think that the workshops would have any effect on my beliefs. How <laughs> was so wrong? And it, it wasn't the you know it wasn't about the beliefs I had in my religion. It was about elevating, and I actually had a 
have a deeper connection and a deeper relationship with my beliefs. So it's so much more profound because I'm yes. I'm able to see it from a different perspective and a different possibility for myself. Yes. Like I said, with the, like, even, you know, people, it hurts me to hear people, whenever I was growing up, they'd be like, why did God do this to me? Mm -hmm. Why did God take this? God ain't taking nobody. God didn't give you cancer. That's not happening. You designed this so that you could overcome something in your life. The purpose is to learn how to defeat this. Loving yourself, you might, might heal that breast cancer, you know, um, Anything that we do to harm ourselves, it's just so much emphasis is placed on God did this, and no, he's not hurting you, or well, she's not hurting you. Or, or maybe <clears throat> you created that so you could connect with somebody else going Perhaps. through the same thing and, and yeah. be there for them. It, one of the things that, you know, in the Christian faith, you, you always translate your struggle as your strength. So, like, you know, when you identify that, and, like, you know, what was being said is, you know, when you go through a test, it becomes your testimony. Mm -hmm. And it enables you to be a blessing to somebody mm -hmm. else. So it's like, man, I went through this and I survived. Yep. And your survival story cannot just heal you, but thousands who are going through the same thing who may hear your testimony. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's an encouraging thing that you can use, you know, as a, as an opportunity to bless somebody else with that wisdom or understanding or that path of how to get through that thing without as much, you know, mm -hmm. damage. Hopefully, that's the mm -hmm. power of wisdom. I always say, you know, it says above all things, get understanding. Like yes. when you understand what's going on, it's one thing to just go through stuff and be like, it's just happening to me. But when right. you start to get understanding, like, and you take control of your situation, then you're like, oh, this is why this is happening. You know, and you can explain that to other people and hopefully shorten their struggle. Yeah. And, and, and from, from Sean and I's perspective and abundance perspective, abundance education's perspective, when we say you have the ability to create, we're not saying it's an absolute truth. It's not. What we're just saying is try it on because it can be empowering. You know, it, it does give you a place of power. If you believe that you created every single thing that has occurred in your life, everything, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is you think, like, then it gives you power because then you have the ability to do what? To create something else. Like right now, we're creating the ability to stay cool. That's yeah. right. Because it is hot right now. Yeah. And, and my <laughs> own personal definition of responsibility that, that I love is to be the uncontested author of everything in your life. Ooh. All the goodness, yeah. all the pain, everything. You create it. You are responsible for it. So this is going to bring us back to um, unity, as you were talking about earlier, Sean. Mm. So why do you think, if, if there's so many different religions on the planet, and... We have, you know, representations of some of them here, not all of them. Why is it that we are not doing this thing called unity? And, and from my perspective, in every religion, because love is like, spoken of. She's, me, she's, me, about, she's about to pass out. I got the answer. <laughs> Why do you think that this happens? I think it is because, as Sean said earlier, there's this division. And everyone says, it's ours. It's we got the truth. We got the right. We got the one God. We got this and that. Not realizing that <laughs> whoever is up there, whatever we're calling them, wants us to unite. And I think the beauty of the different religions is there's a piece of truth in every one of them. And we ain't going to have the complete truth until we all unite and bring it together and, 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 and go talk to our fellow brothers and, you know, whatever other religion or faith that they are. Because they have a piece of the story that's for us and we have a piece that's for them. I think that's why we are separated the way we are, so that we come together and look for each other, not stay continuously apart. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. 
I think it's interesting because uh, I used to have a Bible study, right? And I had every, just about every religion in there, right? And what was the goal of it was like, yo, let's let's search together, let's talk together, let's build together. I'm talking about everybody. And it was so great when you have a, a when, but it's about your intent. See, some people are about selling their, mm-hmm. hey, they, you're going to do what I do. You're going to do what I do. Like, it's more of a pitch as opposed to sincere love. Like, yo, let's let's try to grow. Let's grow closer to that common understanding of love. Like, you know, let's let's move in that direction. And when you get to that space, and, you know, usually this happens at an epiphany, if you will, or at a higher level, of, you know, of, the, of understanding or wisdom or relationship with God or, you know, whatever level ranking your, your religion has. When you get to a certain space, you recognize just how simple this thing is. It's like, hey, wow. It's simple. Like. And I think you, it's not that hard. You hit the nail on the head, at least for me, right? When we all come together, is when we come together from the space of love. Right. Love is what unites. And if we stop looking for what separates us and what makes us different, yep. and you know their theology, I mean, like even in different religions, they have so many sects and and, yeah. and different theologies and doctrines that they use that to separate each other. And like, love is where it's at. Love, and it's as simple as that. And we we got to wrap up the show for this week. So I'll leave you with a quote. Um, holy cow! Look at this dude's name, Hans <laughs> Urs von Balthasar. Balthasar. Okay, and <laughs> that's a mouthful, but he has a very good quote. Uh, Even if a unity of faith is not possible. A unity of love is. And and once we really reach out to that and grasp a hold of that, things on the planet will change. Because there's abundance of food, there's abundance of air, there's abundance of water, there's abundance of love. And we just got to be open to it and, and stop looking for me, not me, and and all of our differences and look at, like, why are we so amazing and why do we fit together? So we usually end the show with um, how do we pay it forward this, you know, in the week or whatever. And I actually wanted to end the show differently. Um, I wanted very shortly, if anybody wants to you know, say anything, if there was anything that you learned from anybody else that is here that you can take away. I think we're all saying the same thing for me. And so I'd like to just invite everyone to go on like the largest Easter egg hunt ever Go around to your neighbor, go around to a stranger, go around to a different faith, go around to something new outside of your box and see what you can learn and see what you can teach them as well. Not to conform anybody, just to give and receive. That's it. Anybody else? I mean, I pretty much think that we're all pretty much in agreement here. You know, this is basically all about love and learning and and, and bonding. Um, To give anybody a piece of advice, you know, go out, give somebody a hug. Walk uh, by, uh-huh. you know, smile at somebody because someone could be having the most miserable day and, and that one smile, you know, will completely, you know, change around their whole aspect of how the day is supposed to be. And and think about, think about this. That's not somebody different from you. That is you. So if they're having a bad day, that that is you. So I really want to thank all of you so, so much for expressing your beliefs and, and having the courage to do that and the willingness to, to listen to everybody else. And I really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for, for being here, Christina, Jaquetta, Chris, Zay. It has been a pleasure, and uh, I, I always love uniting with people. So uh, 
Special thanks to the Own Your Power team who helped us make this show possible. The Own Your Power Radio Network is a 24 network, a 24 hour network of personal and business development. They also have R&B, soul, and eclectic grooves to keep you in a good mood. And don't forget, uh, our next one-day workshop is May 9th, and it's on relationships. And if you want to find out more about that workshop or our core trainings, um, go to AbundanceEducation.com. So until next time, remember to live extraordinarily, abundantly, and daringly. Sending much love and abundance. Good night. When no one else around you got to believe in yourself. Guys, you're rocking with Chef Chad Cherry from Bring Organics Back, my delivery chef. They call me Mr. Blow Your Flavor Profile Away. And let me tell you why that is. Simply put, most people have grown up in a comfort zone around food surrounding four or five items that they will eat religiously every day, all day. And when it comes to me, I'm going to expand that knowledge base. I'm going to take you to places with food that you have not imagined. I mean, I make food sexy and some other stuff that we can't talk about on the air. See, but at Own Your Power Radio, though, you can always get a glimpse of what we're doing. Just uh, holler at your boy.